This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. This episode of Travel Today with Peter Greenberg is brought to you by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio information and entertainment. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Sign up today at www.audiblepodcast.com slash travel today to get a free audiobook and 30-day trial. You know, what's amazing to me about Uganda, first of all, people don't understand the topography, they don't understand the size, uh, they don't understand the options. 25% of this country is covered by water. Uh, and of course, I think you may have heard about Lake Victoria, but you also have the Nile. You also have some, some class five river rapids to play with. Uh, I've had a chance of going down the Omo in Ethiopia, and let me tell you, that's one wild ride, but there's some pretty wild rides here in Uganda as well. And joining me now, someone who knows a little bit about that, one of the great tour operators out here, Amos Wakesa. how are you, man? Thank you, Peter. Now, you and I saw each other a couple of years ago in Las Vegas at the World Travel and uh, Tourism Congress. Absolutely. We had a good chat. We had a good chat. And yeah. you said, you've got to come back to Uganda. I said, I'm coming, I'm coming. Absolutely. It's good and, to see you here. And I'm here. Yeah. Most Americans don't understand what there really is here. Of course, yeah. But in terms of your wildlife offerings, in terms of your adventure offerings, yeah. in terms of just an overall experience, I mean, it's one thing to be on, on, on the manicured grounds of, an, of a lovely resort like we're at right now. Yeah. But not far from here, we are roughing it, aren't we? Oh yeah. Tell me what's what's going on out there. No, I think I think Uganda is one. Is it's called Africa compressed. If you look at the whole of Africa, Uganda has got almost everything that the rest of Africa has got. 
uh, very great stuff like the greatest weather in the world and we have an average of 28 degrees centigrade throughout the year and the reason is that much as we're well, close, you're, on the, you're on the equator yeah we're on the equator we're close we're, we're crossed by the equator but the lowest point in Uganda is 622 meters high so it gives so us about a thousand feet absolutely the only country that comes close in terms of great weather is Ecuador a bit of western Kenya and eastern Congo those are the only places in the world that come close to the quality of weather that you, this country has got then we've got 53.9 percent of the world population of the mountain gorillas that many people would love to see we've got over 5,000 individual chimpanzees in uh, many forests in this country. We've got more inland water bodies and lakes compared to any country on the African continent, yes, including the Nile, including Lake Victoria, many of these places. We've got so many mountains, the third, fourth, fifth highest mountains. For those that love hiking, there's no better place. In fact, National Geographic just did a survey on the top 13 hiking places in the world. And there was only one in Africa, and that was the Ronzores. It's just that we have not marketed it well, but Peter, we're going to market it. Well, people don't have that, they don't see the visibility, you know. They, um, there's another country in Africa that most people can't even point to on the map, and they can't point to Uganda on the map either, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they might be able to point to Kenya. Most people don't even know that Egypt is in Africa. I mean, we have, we, have, we have issues here, yeah. and that's Gabon. They have an unbelievable wildlife in Gabon. Absolutely. And nobody knows. It's true. Right? Absolutely. But here... Uh, you've been able to, over the last years, put it in, in a manageable sense, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's accessible. Yeah. You've, you've been able to preserve it. Yeah. You've got some national parks here with some serious effects on poaching. Absolutely. You know, that you really, efforts there to, to stop it. You are doing that, yes. We're trying to fight it. What's the biggest challenge that you have? I think uh, our biggest challenge is people finding alternative livelihood from these protected areas. Because you know that the biggest custodian of any protected area is the person that neighbors it. Now, if you look at places where we have forest, you have people harvesting trees for a number of reasons. One, it's charcoal. Two, uh, for timber. Uh, three, for, you know, different, different firewood. That's what they're doing. Now, because of that and the traditional way of earning, we, as private businessmen like myself or the government, what we have to see is give them alternative livelihoods out of these places by otherwise doing you'll, Otherwise you'll lose it. Absolutely. Is it true? I heard this. I, I haven't been able to verify it. Maybe you could tell me this. Uh -huh. Is there a law in Uganda that says if you cut down a tree, you have to plant three? Yes. Just it's not been affected. I think, you know, sometimes... But it's, it's an interesting law. Yeah, yeah. Is it enforceable? Uh, it could be enforceable if the, if the authorities, of course, took it up. But I think it's something that I think as private sector, we must take on with government and say, you know what? Where we've reached, this law must be enforced because there are practical countries like Rwanda where things are working in terms of uh, enforcing of the law. And I think we can in this country. Yeah, because the, the way I look at it, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Because if you want to preserve the environment, you, there's a cause and effect relationship you can see immediately. Absolutely. That if you cut down a tree and don't replace them, yeah. you don't have a forest anymore. Absolutely. I mean, duh, right? Absolutely. So we have to do that, right? We have to do that. We have no choice. What are the other challenges? Um, of course, the other challenge we've, we've had is, is our history. If you look at Uganda, Uganda was the number one tourism destination in Eastern, Eastern Central Africa until 1971, when Idi Amin took over power. Of course, we had lots of challenges over maybe a period of 20, 30 years, 20, 20 years from 1971. And that killed the, the, the tourism um, hype that we had many years ago. And of course, current leadership was a lot younger in the 60s uh, and therefore never understood tourism very well. Of course, it's taken a lot of time to convince them that actually tourism works. Of course, tourism can change this country forever because I don't think there's any country in Africa that has the potential that Uganda has. What does Uganda produce that the world consumes in volume other than travel and tourism? 
Yeah, um, we, we were known for coffee. We were the num- yes, number two after as Brazil Ken- many years. Like Kenya as well. Absolutely, Kenya yes. we did that. In fact, a lot of coffee that's being sold in Kenya is actually bought in Uganda. Oh, I hope <laughs> someone doesn't hear that. The tea, we got some of the best qualities of but tea. But still, you need, for the GDP, you need that travel and tourism. A- absolutely, and, but tourism has proved to us, proved, has to prove that without any investment, it's brought in $1.4 billion minus investment, which means if we invested, tourism can bring in $10 billion, even $20 billion. Amos Wakessa, thank you, man. Thank By you the way, the name of your, country, your company is Great Lake Safaris, yeah, named after, of course, Lake Victoria, among others, right? Uh, absolutely. You got it. That music means we're out of time for this hour. Stick around. we got a whole lot more coming from the Speaker Zoro Monyonyo in Kampala, Uganda, when Peter Greenberg Worldwide returns right after this. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, What is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Farian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus.